Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Yunko Table. Pilot season, of course. We're still working on that, but don't worry. We'll hit that official snag when we get there. I'm your host, Dr. Jace Attorney. As always, with me, my fellow Yonko buddy, Grandmaster Hoop. How are you this week? As usual, Grandmaster. Oh, Dr. Jace, thank you for asking. Yes, I'm doing great. Uh, finishing this week off on a high as when we last spoke uh, again nothing is bringing me down right now and I can say uh, just with today I'm feeling excellent thank you for asking always Dr. Chase as always we're always going to ask every single episode and special (laughs) but with us today we have another special supernova guest. If you guys listened in last week, we had our good friend Dars, who was a supernova guest, and he gave some input on what he thought of that week's episode of WandaVision and his, you know, Marvel mythos lore that he's got crammed in his cranium. But this week, we have another supernova special guest, Rose the Crafter. How are you, Rose? I'm doing good. I appreciate the supernova comment. That's a that's a lot of credit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, supernovas are pretty big in the One Piece world. Like they 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 make waves just as much as Yonko, I would say. Yeah, I I agree. And the thing is, they don't they're not even very much aware of the waves they're making. They're just out there doing their thing. And Rose the Crafter, I think uh, you are out here doing your thing, and that is how we spotted you and wanted you to come on to the show uh y'all are giving me a lot of credit and i truly appreciate appreciate it so not a problem at all and rose can we ask you uh as you know you are a listener of the podcast i take it yes 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 i missed the last one but i will catch up guaranteed that's that's okay but let me ask you you know we cover many things in the entertainment business as far as you know uh what's popping on tv movies video games and whatnot where do you see your area expertise lying where are you trying to bring to the yonko table as a supernova you might not even be aware of what you can really bring but i feel you are very in tuned on what you can offer to the yonko table yeah, I, I may be a supernova in training or a potential supernova because I, I don't know. I'm a, uh, I'm a, a jack of, of all, master of none, as they say. <laughs> so ah. um, to be more specific, I'm just a lot of these topics is 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 our childhood. A lot of it's our culture. And uh, it's it's interesting to see um, what it's turned to today. So I'll be the first to admit that I wasn't a avid uh, comic book reader. I, I dabbled and dipped and dabbled in it, but I've always been connected to to these worlds and to whether it's Marvel, whether it's a different anime. I've been connected in, in, in small different ways. Video games, uh, video games is actually my biggest dive into introduction of, of different um, areas and different things such as that. But yeah, I'm just, you know, I'm fresh off of watching the episode uh, and we're gonna dive into some more stuff, so I'm ready. This is raw. This is uncut. Ooh. I'm at the mm. table and I'm hungry. <laughs> Ooh, I'm hungry. Oh. He's hungry. That's I'm good. just a humble man. I just want to, you know, I'm just here to provide my perspective. That's it, you know, and let the people speak what they may. All right. Hey, Dr. Jace, trademark that, please. I, I will. I'm actually writing it down as we speak. 
pen and paper, old-fashioned way. I hey, I'm I'm just piping. I'm just as piping hot from the oven with this week's episode. I just <laughs> got finished watching WandaVision, and oh my God, there is so much to digest with this episode. Uh, Grandmaster Hoop, can you like lead us into this? I, I I don't even know where to start. I don't even know where to start. Yeah, um, oh goodness, I'm on the hot seat. Okay, uh, <laughs> yes, here we are, episode eight of WandaVision, the penultimate episode. We have one more se- episode. One more. One more, one mm-hmm. more left in the season. And uh, where we left off last episode, big reveal, Agatha Harkness. Uh, she's in town. She's been, it's been Agatha all along. She's like been it. the one stirring <laughs> up the trouble. And... Uh, we don't really have a motive. Uh, she didn't really let on to why she's doing this. She's just like, you're not the only witch in town. And kicking off episode eight, we are given a little bit of backstory. And we see she was part of the Salem witch trials. But uh, funny enough, or uh, I guess kind of a you know twist, she was being on trial by other witches. Uh I didn't see that coming. Um, I did not. But to be fair, <laughs> when when they came out in like the the black robes and they were surrounding her, uh, I I kind of got the feeling like, okay, these aren't you know your wholesome Christian fanatics from the Salem witch trials. They they got their hoods on. They got all black. I'm like, okay, these. I don't think they're as nice as what they're going to be right now. They they have to be witches. They have to be. Would you say it was a um? M. Night Shyamalan-esque twist. Ooh, M. Night, man with the twist. I, I wouldn't say it's that big of a twist. I, I feel, if anything, uh, they definitely tried to hit you with the emotional twist when it was finally revealed that that last one was her mother. And she's like, mother, uh, I'm please. trying. Uh, yeah, but did you did, did you feel any, Did you feel anything from that? Okay, so that's what I want to point out. Uh, I was not particularly moved. I didn't, necess- I didn't really necessarily feel uh, empathy or sympathy for Agatha. Maybe that's because I just don't really know what, why they felt the need to, uh, you know, purge her. Know yeah, her we don't, yet. we don't know her. Yeah, we just met her, and for the majority of the series, we only knew her as Agnes. So I don't think we have that emotional connection. So no, I was not particularly removed i don't know how y'all felt i would say i was more or less in the same boat i i saw well there were other heartstrings that were tugged later on in the episode i'll i'll, I'll give them that <laughs> but yes. uh with with agatha I, I i likewise wasn't feeling it it was i feel like it was too early on in the episode to reveal like oh these are her her sister witches in the coven and uh th- that's her mom you know basically betraying the trust in her daughter and she was begging for her life saying no mommy please i can be a good girl or <laughs> whatever she was saying i i just yeah i wasn't invested i was kind of like eh, i'm not really feeling it with this it- it's cool to see that oh okay so she kind of we kind of see what maybe her motive might be you know she was betrayed mm-hmm. by her coven and um her mother betrayed her as well we don't know if this is the turning point that caused her to be what she is now or if she was already 
dabbling in dark evil magic uh before that and then you know this was just some you know salt and pepper on the on the lemon squeezed uh chicken roast rotisserie that she oh, was already baking. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah I, I i wasn't feeling it what about you rose uh same it was just kind of like a quick footnote like a quick um okay oh, yeah, here's a quick way. backstory of how we got here yeah, by the way, yeah, this is a this is how we this is a little bit of her story, just a little chunk to let you know that um, she's mad and she's powerful, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, which which served the episode, I guess, for the story that they tried to tell later on. Um, um, but I wasn't moved by it per se. I kind of was moved and like, okay, this is moving the story along. So I wonder if they're gonna try to kind of peel that back in the next episode or somewhere in the future. I don't know, or maybe it'll just be that small part. Who knows? I'm hoping they go a little bit more in depth on it. That Marvel tends to have a track record of giving us like minimal backstory on the villains that they introduce in the same yes. movies. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I'm hoping this is not a trait of that where we just got what backstory we're ever going to get. And the next episode is Wanda and Photon versus the evil witch Agatha. And then <laughs> they, they kill her. And then that's it. Agatha is gone. <laughs> that's no, it. I... I hope Agatha stays. I really do. Because, yeah, um, like I said earlier, we don't really have a motive yet. Maybe it's not evil, uh, per se. But, you know, moving forward in the episode, uh, we're given more backstory. And I think this was the backstory we should have received a long time ago. We are given Mm. a deep dive into Wanda and a little bit, I guess, of Pietro, too. But we see, you know, kind of the, uh, I guess the, um, not motivation, just the uh, the theming around where Wanda's reality is coming from and what is really driving everything going on in uh, Westview. And we kick off with, you know, young Wanda, Pietro, and their dad, he buys these American sitcoms for them to learn English. And I... Mm-hmm. I found that really touching. I that I was. feel actually, um, I feel as a, I'm a teacher for those who didn't know, and I feel a lot of times students who are learning English, they pay attention to the TV shows, and mm-hmm. I thought that was really kind of powerful that uh, you know, she's over here, and I thought it was really sweet. I I thought <laughs> yes, it was it was nice. I I feel like this was also needed. Uh, as well in the episode it gave us like you said more of a deep dive into wanda's backstory we kind of already knew where she came from but i feel like this is a scene that could only be done in a show uh because if you put this into like we we kind of talked about this last week with uh dars um if you put if you try to cram this into like a two-hour movie it's either glossed over or not even mentioned at all maybe you get like a quick throwaway line you know Mm -hmm. um but the fact that they spent as much time as they did, I, I think in that scene alone, like it was, it was lasting uh, quite a bit. It was like maybe, I would say 10 minutes ish in total in that maybe I'm overshooting it, but they took their time is what I'm saying. And um, I think the payoff was really good. It was touching. And then I, I, I'm not going to lie. I jumped out of my seat at that explosion oh the okay bombs hit oh me, me too i did too yeah yeah um, i agree i think i think that i think that that scene was a payoff for what you had seen thus far with all the sitcoms and stuff 
And that was her escape from reality. That was the family's escape from reality, but particularly with her and that coping mechanism that she went back to um, as an adult. So very, yes. very powerful move and, and step there. I, I I do appreciate that that scene and that build up to that scene. It made me appreciate the story more because when I first watched it, uh, the first episode, you know, I didn't love I didn't love the first episode. I thought it was fine. You, um, you and me both. You yeah, and me both. Yeah. I'm going to be honest everybody I'm gonna be feels... about it. Yeah, everybody, I think, is on that same page. But go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, but I'll be the first to say, and y'all have said this before, I'll be the first to say as well. I guess I'll be the next to say as well as um, you appreciate now you appreciate it more. So now I look back on it and it's like, okay, this build up here um, is is, I I appreciate it a whole lot more. So they did a great job with that, in my opinion. I agree. I agree. They there's a lot of early building early season and now we're getting payoff for that early building now now we appreciate that stuff in the back it's clicking it's clicking it's clicking, it's clicking. exactly yeah. and mm-hmm. now uh, now all the payoffs are like oh my god so uh, this was something that i maybe i was missing this in the marvel movies i didn't know uh wanda had powers before the infinity stone okay so is that something new well you know comic well, comic wise she's uh, always had powers being a mutant right. Yeah, being a mutant, yep. And now, I mean, they're alluding to, uh, yeah, she had powers before because her and Pietro were protected and that uh, that that Stark missile never went off. So she's saying you put up like a hex, a protective hex. And um, that's, that's very interesting because when they move forward to when she's in, you know, the Hydra base and they're mm-hmm. testing her with the stone, the stone is responding to her. It's like it's opening up to her. And so wait, which, which stone is this? I always get these mixed up. So the the blue one. Okay, the, so yeah. it's not it's not okay. It's the mind stone, which is yellow. The, okay. It's it's in mm-hmm. that blue container in that spear. But oh. it's the it's the mind stone. It's the mind stone. Okay, okay. I just want to make sure her I'm origin- on the same page with that. Now her original power was um was probability right yeah it was pr- basically yeah being able to like a uh, mutant power was probability change the odds of thumb of things it was it was, was essentially it was like a it was a multitude but yes probability was like one of the biggest things and that kind of goes along with the idea of a hex you know which is yes. being you know bad luck drawn to them uh but she did have like the powers that the uh that the MCU has explored with uh, reality manipulating, uh, base telekinesis, base telepathy, and whatnot. So they they covered all grounds, but just the sole fact that they're trying to build it up to where Wanda has been, I guess, all powerful this whole time, and the Mind Stone is really it really just enhanced her abilities. Right. And that was so a little I, wreck, kind of the movie, right? It kind like of, of all, a kinda. little bit. Yes. Yes. What did they establish in Age of Ultron? It was, it was that the 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 stone gave her powers, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's what okay. it seemed like. That. Which I'm kind of okay with the retcon. Uh, Me too. It works. Right. It doesn't contradict too much. You know. No. Like, mm-hmm. at, at, and at, to to a degree, would you even call it a retcon if it doesn't contradict too much from before? Because usually retcons, it's like, oh well. They're changing the lore with this uh, fact that they gave us before, and it contradicts every single thing that's happened, or most things that have happened since then. So 
I think it's, I think it's fine. I, I can live with that. Yeah, I think uh, it'll work in the long scheme. And But with that said, you know, we may see more retcon later down the line with everything Marvel is trying to include in these worlds. Who knows? Interesting. Uh, is there anyone in particular that you would like to see? Uh, I mean, not anyone in particular, per se. But, uh, you know, all these timelines kind of run parallel to each other. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, Doctor Strange... Doctor Strange, you know, came out after Civil War, but took place, I believe, right after Age of Ultron in the timeline. So they can honestly. Yeah, Strange seems like the centerpiece of this whole multiverse, almost. It seems like he's the centerpiece of or at least his his world is the centerpiece of of what we're going to see in this next phase. Uh, Yeah, Um, we talked a little about that, too, in our last episode. yeah, if if Wanda is the catalyst for the change, Doctor Strange is legit the doctor who's going to patch it up and you know Ooh. stitch it back together. Yeah, I like I, that. I, did you say that last show? I I did not. We did. That's not. the one I, I, was, I got the exclusive today. Okay, you did. <laughs> but your oh. question led to that, so you see, retcon. we're playing off each other. It's retcon is statement. There you go. Yes, it was the retcon. That's um, good. That's good. But it, I mean, it oh, oh, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, I mean, one of the touching moments I saw in this episode was that burial with uh, Vision. Oh, mm-hmm. yes. That was, oh. that was, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I yeah. was kind of crying along with her. Yes. <laughs> A lot of people are saying, Elizabeth Olsen, give her the Emmys. Give her the Golden Globe. She's acting phenomenally. She's holding it down. This is her yeah. show, you know. Easily. Might, might be some of the best acting within this whole franchise, if I dare say. Oh. Ooh. Ooh. Standing on that? Will you die on that hill? Listen. <laughs> she's done this in nine episodes. Everybody else has had like four to six Three films. Three movies, four spinoffs, <laughs> four crossovers. <laughs> Correct. And I don't know, just the burial like you mentioned that westview was he art he had picked out the house oh my yeah. god wait yeah. th- there was a question i had about that so the the letter that she had in the car how did she get that okay i thought about that too i thought either it kind of caught it, me off guard it, was it a vehicle that she never dr- that she never drove before and like she was picking it up from the avengers facility and that happened to be there from vision i mean <laughs> I, I, I was lost. I was lost. No, I think she had it before, if I'm not mistaken. She drove to the sword facility, and it, it yeah, it's shot to where it looks like it came out of nowhere. But I think it was already there. Okay. It was already open, right? Too. It was right. already open. So she, mm-hmm. yeah, you're right. Probably already had it and looked at it and, and just went back to it as a moment after what everything that had happened when she left that building. So, well, being in that building, which. Oh my gosh, uh, I feel this is a reveal. Remember, the director of Sword Hayward said she came and stole Vision's body. Yes. Yeah, remember? That was a lie. Ooh. Oh, good that catch. Was a lie. That is yeah. right. Yeah. He said, he and said, I remember the footage that, that they showed. The, it was, the footage, yeah. Yeah, it showed her descending down into the where Vision was, and then the video cut right there, and you're led to assume, oh, well, 
you know, she, her magic destroyed the cameras, but you see her there in the camera footage. She clearly stole Vision's body, but she never did. She, she never did. Her own Vision. That. Why would he lie? Why, why would, would he would lie? lie? That's the question. Oh and man. I, I think by the end of the episode, we're giving a little tidbit, but. Let's keep moving. We're almost there. We're uh, almost <laughs> there. So, I, so go go ahead. I was just gonna say her powers are od at this point. When we see the whole world just kind of spew out of her chest mm-hmm. and vision come out of her chest. Oh yeah. <laughs> so so we know vision is some manifestation of her powers. And we kind of alluded to this before uh, in previous episodes where uh, back then we assumed that she does have his body. And then we thought, um, you know, if maybe when the illusion, uh, you know, disintegrates, what would exactly happen to Vision? But since we know right now that she created Vision, like did this weird ass copy in this huge ass illusion it's wild which is wild <laughs> it, it's that really shows how powerful she is i'm just saying and it, it makes you wonder okay at some point this illusion is gonna have to like just stop what happens to vision when that like vision wasn't in this episode did you guys no. notice that yeah i did she, he was not this was a wanda centered episode and i feel like they did that well one to focus on wanda uh for this week because it was very wanda heavy uh but i feel like it's gonna be because of a big payoff next week i feel like vision's gonna come in whether it's helping wanda fight agatha or have some tearful farewell reunion on so that they can like have you know uh because you know wanda never got to say goodbye I think that was her biggest regret. She never really got to say goodbye to Vision. And I feel like next week, you guys better have a tissue box right next to you because <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's going to be a tearjerker, in my opinion. I can get behind that. Uh, I'll have my tissue box ready. Um, yeah, he wasn't there. So now we're, you know, an episode without Vision. We're going to need Vision to come on in and kind of bring Wanda back to reality. And that's the thing is that even her version of vision is like above smart, like beyond the, you know, genius level intellect, you know, he's able to deduce that something is not right. And he's not even the real vision. Right. And again, that, that's a, that attests to Wanda's power that she can manifest. So you're saying she's made a stronger vision. Kind of. If this, if this, illusion vision can deduce that he is an illusion of a sentient being with uh you know genius level ai intellect that's that's next level that's next her level vision stuff. of vision is stronger hmm? yes <laughs> ah. <laughs> <Goodness. All right. laughs> oh man but no honestly i mean right when agatha was giving that line at well actually wait wait first of all billy and tommy we got to address that. That's the big elephant <laughs> in the room. That that was I feel like that was one of the big things at the very end. Billy and Tommy. Uh Wanda at the very end was freaking out telling Agatha, "Oh my god, don't hurt my kids," you know, blah blah blah, whatever. And then Agatha kind of drops an interesting line. She does. Um, right. What what exactly does she say? <laughs> she says, "That's what you are, Wanda. 
your chaos magic, you know, you have the ability to create anything from nothing. Mm. You are the Scarlet Witch. Witch. Yep. Bum, 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 bum. That's the first time she's ever been addressed as the Scarlet That's Witch. Right. I'm Witch. not going to lie. During one of the scenes uh, with Director Howard early on in the season where he was asking... Uh, Agent Wu. Oh yeah, does she go by any other uh, aliases at all? I thought he was referring to the Scarlet Witch alias, but I was like, but wait, they never called her that before, did she? Did they? They, they have not. They have not. They never called Pietro Quicksilver. Right. So that is that is just us. That is us. That is purely the fans who you know piece that together. But here we are, and the way she presents the title, the Scarlet Witch, it sounds like within the lore of this, you know, witch stuff i don't know what to call it uh scarlet witch sounds like you know like this being who's all powerful who's she sounds like a god yeah a god like legend like and i imagine if agatha recognizes her as the scarlet witch who else maybe could recognize her as the scarlet witch moving forward maybe some other beings like darce had mentioned in our last episode uh mefesto and I goodness, I don't know who mm. else he mentioned, but I imagine this will be kind of like a flare for all these uh, mystical beings to come and oh my, oh, it's Scarlet Witch, she can do whatever she wants. Let's get her on our side. Opens up the doors. Just throwing that out there. I feel like it does. Like uh, like Dars was saying before, there's a huge catalog of these characters that we personally don't i mean I, at least i personally don't know I, I don't know if rose if you're familiar with any of these uh uh characters from like the mystical realm of marvel that is a cut above for me i'm familiar <laughs> with some of them but um that whole world is and it makes sense it that whole world is is a whole new world in itself um and since you know at by the time you make the end of this particular episode um, and, and with the way Agatha's speaking and her need for wanting to know how she has this power and then this kind of underlying realization that Wanda's power is one of legends and legendary, that kind of rareness. Um, that's the interesting part. And I wonder if they do that because the Wanda that we previously had has never had this power. Um, so how does she match up with the future of the MCU universe, which is only getting stronger, um, as we see from some of the future things going on. So interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't no, even know how I, to fathom what she has. So <laughs> I I completely agree. I mean, this like we have a much stronger Wanda coming out at, at the end of you know this episode and eventually the season. Uh, I feel like even the Wanda beforehand, there were arguments online saying that. I, I feel like Wanda could t- could have taken on Thanos one v one. Oh yeah, um, I think Kevin Feige said Wanda was about to kill Thanos in Endgame. He Remember, well, he was sac- snapped away, right? She was, she was snapped away. She was. Yeah, that's yes. probably why. <laughs> it's been really hard. Not Ooh, to. that's that's a good point. I didn't I didn't think about it. Maybe he was like, oh, you better take this bitch, please. <laughs> get her, get her out of here. Get her out. <laughs> Let her be in that half, please. You know, Marvel characters when they have that revenge bug on them can be can be pretty scary. Um, I, so. I like to use Black Panther as an example. Before the Black Panther movie in Civil War, he was he was a monster, 
Oh, yeah. He was a beast at he had that history going on. I he was forgot about everybody that. Everybody hands and claws and paws. Um, and then you get to Black Panther and he's getting tossed off the waterfall. Oh, he's he's, he's a cult. Why, why, why you gotta do him like that? No, but I, I love Black Panther and, and rest in peace to Chad with, of course, amazing, amazing performance and, and role. Um, but that's true. He was a lot. He was a lot more dangerous um, with that, that in that civil in Civil War with that mindset. Um, but obviously, it worked a whole lot better for for his uh, temperament and stuff like that. That's a whole nother discussion. Um, but yeah, they had to snap her away because how her and I mean, it's just like they had Captain Marvel off somewhere doing uh, side missions or lost in space until <laughs> until she could make it back um, in time, I guess. But I agree. I agree. And, they and the the women. That's the women. Oh yeah. Oh man. Oh, wait, I no, mean, come on. <laughs> what what did we end off with? Because there was another mid credits. Oh, yeah. Another one this week. I'm yes. gonna be staying. You, you you know the way Marvel has gotten us to stay at the end of every credit scene for any movie, not just Marvel movies, but like every movie. Like yes. we always stay to watch the credits, or sometimes we'll look it up before uh you know <laughs> we go we, in. <laughs> yes. Um, I feel like they're slowly trying to get us to do that now with TV shows. Some TV shows do it, but you don't really expect that from them you know but now marvel is starting to do it with their tv shows and i'm i mean i have to watch to the end of every credits now of every show at least with marvel so far what do we get at the end oh goodness um so (laughs) and i had i had to do my research on this because this was big uh you know when Wanda went into Sword, they're like, we dismantled the Vision, uh, trying to bring him back online. Nothing was working. And here we are. They put him back together. He's got a brand new coat. He's all white. There fresh you out the oven. Fresh out the oven. Fresh out the back to tank. And they use uh, that drone that Wanda had blasted power them up and we are introduced and this is uh i believe this is comic book comic book official this is white vision this is white vision yes okay and i don't know if you two are familiar on the lore i had again i I immediately started researching this i i am not i'm not even gonna pretend to be i know know it i know it touches on i know it's loosely pulling from uh the vision quest Vision Quest in that story, yeah, the Vision Quest line where you get the, you get a different vision. You get a vision with more of a, you could correct me if I'm wrong, more of a blank slate, more of a. Yeah, no, that's exactly that's exactly more what of a it is. Yeah, that that is exactly what it is. He is now a sentient weapon. He has no memory of his past life, uh, no connection to Wanda, uh, but everything is still the same. I believe the powers, the flight the vibranium the density shifting uh the strength they wanted the weapon part and they got it what sword wanted and at this point it begs the question but what do they want at what do they want now because what they want to go in and get the illusion vision is that what's going on do they want to go in and get one i have no idea what the director wants at this point but i know this white vision is going to come and wreck shit like yeah 
Well, why, got, they, why were they tracking Vision earlier, right? Didn't they have it, a track on Vision earlier? They did. They did. And, you know, we were left under the impression they were after him because Wanda stole him. Right. That's not the right. case, though. So, yeah. Why do they want Vision? I have no idea. Maybe they think he has the Mind Stone and they like to give him more power. Uh, I'm not sure. But clearly, I guess uh, they want something, but whatever you get from illusion vision you gotta bring wanda too because as we saw he's anchored down to that reality and... he is i mean it's one of those things where i'm starting to think maybe i mean again maybe it contradicts the lore with with white vision maybe you can't really do this but hey i'm at this point i'm led to believe that wanda can just do anything she sets her mind to um what if this white vision coming in what if wanda can somehow use some of her magic to like incorporate the vision that she conjured up and meld it to the body of white vision and now we get vision back like the og vision i and like now that he, now, now he doesn't have to be stuck inside the reality now he can actually walk outside you know i like that yeah so that that might work because the the comic is a lot more convoluted as you have vision without white vision swapping well vision swapping bodies with uh what they refer to as anti-vision which is basically an alternate universe version of vision so then vision ends up in another universe while the anti-vision is on earth is the white vision body and as confusing as that said for oh me God, to sound, a lot to say keep track that, of <laughs> a lot of body swiping and everything like that i think a way that wandavision could kind of piece it together is like you said from merging vision and having this whole new vision who has i guess he's a better vision if he's two visions right <laughs> he merged oh two is better than one <laughs> yeah if you patara fusion them together and we'll i guess we'll so make something nice now you're talking my language, DBC. <laughs> <laughs> I knew he'd catch that Potar. Yeah. Well, I, I, I agree. I think that's where they're going to go. Uh, I, as, as you said before, uh, I hope... Or they fight these, each other. They might just fight each oh, other. Oh, they're, they're definitely going to duke it out. Too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. They're, they're going to duke they, it out. They're Who gonna is the better vision? Yes. And then you... Uh, I guess it'll kind of prove that, if anything, if Wanda's... If Wanda's vision... Is stronger than white vision. <laughs> if that's the case, then that says Wanda. That makes that makes Wanda again uh, all all powerful. Um, but I I really hope we see more of white vision after this finale. I hope this is not just one and done. They beat them. I want I want to see as you said, then meld them together. And if not maybe you know he again he's a sentient mind maybe he wants to go out and become his own vision and what it means to be vision you know (laughs) (laughs) what it means to be his own vision exactly (laughs) what does he need to see out in this world to form a perspective so i think it's really cool perspective a new vision a new new, oh oh my god we're just gonna keep going yeah we're just (laughs) a real vision Uh, Oh, okay. Oh my God, let's just keep going. I'm trying here. Are, are we hey, done? I, hey, are you yeah, done? It's getting a little long, I'm done. 
But uh, oh, looking cool. forward to the finale. Uh, y'all have Next any predictions? Our final episode. Yeah, do you have any predictions moving forward? Uh, we didn't get any Monica either this episode. Yeah, no Monica. Uh, no Darcy. I'm I'm fine without Darcy. <laughs> uh, you know what? I'm, oh my. <laughs> um, I'm not mad that you said that. No disrespect. <laughs> um, but I know the big role that Darcy plays. Um, yeah, I mean, this episode we were just left with, um, you know, the heavy hitters, Wanda. Agnes, and that's basically it. They were the they were the stars of the show. Next week, I want to see more Vision. Uh, I don't mind seeing a little bit of Agent Wu in there too. Um, uh, Darcy, <laughs> she's fine. She's fine. <laughs> yeah, she plays uh, she plays a vital role. So, uh, right. and, and Monica too. I'm still I I love Monica being in the show. Oh yes, so. Monica, of course. I, I love I love Monica. Yes, I want to see more of Monica. I want to see more of her as Photon and getting seeing what she can do with her powers because you know she's she, she just realized that she got them. You know what? One thing that we forgot to mention, Pietro, right? Oh, so, Pietro. 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 Yes. Oh, it's Pietro. Pietro. As yeah. as Agatha put it. Ah. Pietro. Okay. Okay. So yeah, she called him that. She did. And th- th- that's another question. Last week in our mid credit scene, uh, Monica, she found Agatha's basement, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. We didn't see her enter there once. And then we get, uh, I guess, Fietro uh, appearing right next to her. I don't remember exactly what it was that he said. He said, he- Snoopers get snooped. Snoopers get snooped. We don't mm-hmm. know what happened. We don't know don't, what happened with her. Her eyes turned purple, right? Did her eyes turn purple? Did they? I, I um, think they correctly? did. They, they did glow. I think they did. So are we thinking... Uh, because you remember with Fietro, you know, Fietro, Agatha said in this episode that her those are her eyes and her ears, essentially. Ah, I yes. might be adding them. Ah. But every, everything Fietro's doing, that was her way to stay in proximity to Wanda is using... Pietro or fake Pietro. So, and uh, I I did some research again. I'm 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 a, I'm, a, I'm big on researching. Uh, we predicted before previously that it could be Mephisto. There's some uh, right. allusions to that character being involved. Uh, Agatha also has a son uh, in the Marvel world. Uh, I forget his name. It's like Scratch something. Uh, forgive me. Uh, could be him. It'll be him. And again, this could be a giant tease that Fiatro has nothing to do with multiverse or the sad X-Men days. films. Yeah, very sad. Very sad. <laughs> uh, but hopefully we get some nice 1v1s next week. I hope to see uh, Agatha versus Wanda. Maybe Vision and Monica versus Fiatro. Uh, Billy and Tommy. Let's have them run around and whip up some magic. Uh, and of course, we are still overdue for a big, like Luke Skywalker t- type cameo. Oh, any final, any final predictions That's on who? Right. I don't it know. It could be. I'm just now. I'm just waiting. Now I'm just waiting. I don't even know. I tried. You, <laughs> you don't want to try one more time? <laughs> I'm just trying to think. What is Luke Skywalker level in? A world like the MCU. 
like oh, what it would be and what would it tie into Marvel as as into like the next steps of what's going on. So I, I don't I don't know. Maybe maybe if you have something it might inspire me to go a direction, but my money's gonna be on uh Doctor Strange. I feel like that's gonna be our Luke Skywalker moment. I mean there's it, it, it feels it, the most logical. Yeah. Right. Magic yeah. All this chaos going around, like he's the only one that could reel th- th- this this stuff. That, in. I'm surprised he has a Skywalker call. level though. I don't. Or is I don't that, it's really big, but right. I don't know if it's looped. So maybe it know. got overplayed a little bit. Right. I I don't think it's on the level of someone as iconic as Luke Skywalker. I feel like if they really want to tie this into the movie universe, which I mean they've done multiple times already, but in terms of a big name character coming in and saying uh never fear i am here kind of like you know all might all might <laughs> yeah oh my goodness. um but uh yeah i feel like it has to be dr strange i i can't see yeah. someone like uh i i don't know thor coming in saying where's my ale monica <laughs> i don't know <laughs> Darcy. Oh. <laughs> you know no. yes yeah. yeah my money's on dr strange too i'm just going with the logic and it just makes most sense given the slate of films that they have announced and kind of where this is all heading uh with that said you know if marvel marvel can drop a bomb they might drop a huge bomb we never even thought of so i'm okay with being let down and it not being dr strange i'm totally fine with that so only time will tell likewise i guess hey those are our final predictions for the final episode of WandaVision. It's it's been one hell of a ride, but I oh man, this week is gonna be the longest. I I cannot wait for that oh, final episode. Friday can't come sooner enough. Goodness gracious. It cannot. But I guess that wraps up our uh review of episode eight of WandaVision. We're going to transition over to some of our Grand Line Tales. I feel like some of these are pretty big, Ooh. heavy hitters. I, there was a lot of bombs dropped this week. Last week was, you know, uh, kind of quiet. But there were so there were still some things uh, worth talking about. Um, big one, obviously. I, I, I feel like it's the biggest one. Uh, Nickelodeon um, launching Avatar Studios. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling I I wanted to scream I, with excitement of course. Uh I, I was like, "Oh my god, I wasn't expecting this. I wasn't expecting this. This is what I've always wanted." Yeah, I don't know who expected it, honestly. Unless you were in that in that planning room or that boardroom. Um <laughs> right. I don't know who expected it. And I've only heard a little bit about it myself too, but I mean, it's it's seeming like that universe world building that that we're starting to get accustomed to, um, which I enjoy. So I'm all here for it. I 100 uh, percent agree. Go on, G. Yeah, I'm I'm all the way here for this. Um, you know, given the news, uh, Ava- well, one Avatar: Last Airbender has and Korra have you know skyrocketed in fandom since the pandemics you know when they dropped on netflix easily and then you know netflix announced they were doing the live action series you know a year or two ago and but then you know i feel we all hit a slump when you know 
uh, creators Brian and Mike came out and said, you know, Netflix is not giving them that creative freedom. That and blew my mind. I, yeah, I did not believe you, it. Netflix. How you? How are you going to bring the original creators and tell them, no, you can't do this with what you created? That's baffling to me. <laughs> it, especially from Netflix. Like, you always hear those, uh, I guess, memes of like, Netflix is really hands off, you know, like you, you, uh, Netflix takes any pitch that that's given their way and, and they roll with it and they, and they produce a, a series or a movie on it. But to hear that the creators of Avatar, one of the most iconic se- cartoon, uh, television series from the early to mid 2000s, they didn't want to give them creative freedom on a live action adaptation. It just blows my mind. I, I could not believe it. I'm glad they left. And they formed this studio, and now the live-action adaptation is just going to be a mess. <laughs> I could care less. I honestly could care less at this point. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I agree. I don't even well, – I mean, I'm still going to see it. Yeah, but... <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm a watch. I'm a watch, yes. But I'm totally going to get on board with the creators. Of you course. Know? Of course. Of course. And, and the potential of stories of what they can do here, you understand what they can do here, right? Oh, I mean, they can, they they have so many routes. They can adapt the comic books if, if they want mm-hmm. to. Which there are some Avatar graphic novels that address story plots that were left open at the end of the original series, like Zuko's mom. We we never, unless you read the comics, you have no idea what happened to Zuko's mom at the end yeah, of Avatar. And that's a really good story. Yes, it's it is. A, it, it's easy. It, it's already there. It's already it written. Mm-hmm. Like, just adapt that to a series and boom, you already got a success on your hand. They could do adaptations. They can do prequel series. They can do sequel series to uh, Korra. Or one thing that people really wanted that I think that they felt like they were cheated out of was do a sequel series that addresses, wh- like, what was Aang's role as the Avatar when he was an adult? Ooh. You know? Mm-hmm. What was it like establishing himself as a central figure? I mean, because we all saw Avatar, uh, the original OG. He defeated Fire Lord Ozai, and all was peaceful in the world. But there was a big turning point in the story where he had to, I guess, man up and grow that uh, that that beard, that goatee that we saw him rocking. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I, I want to see that. I want to see an adult Aang just lose his shit going going crazy on someone. I don't know. That's just me. That's just me. Rose, you got any uh, Avatar fandom you'd like to see? I, I'm i on par with, with Dr. Jace. I, I want to see Aang in that adult life. And they hinted at it with uh, that photo that has leaked around for years of all of them kind of grown up as adults that adventure we haven't seen yet um that's what i that is what i want to see it's too much for me to fathom right now i, I could take it all it, they're going this i want to say the star wars route of prequels and in-betweens oh. and like they did like star wars they were clone wars oh, piecing stuff love. together like i would love they have the potential to do all of that successfully in my opinion without the netflix live action adaptation so <laughs> <laughs> Rotten hell, Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh man, I agree. I agree. Um, yeah, y'all, y'all covered pretty much what I want to see. I, I want to see Ang 
interacting with his kids. I want to see Tenzin mm-hmm. growing up, Boomy and all of them. So, yeah, just that in between. Uh, and with the, you know, it's a studio. Uh, like you said, they can build this catalog uh, like the Star Wars, and we can get all these running at the same time. We yep. can get a Kyoshi story. Yes, I was going to say the same thing. They've already a, done those adaptations. They've done those those stories, so now they can actually put it to um, to animation and bring it even yeah. more. Hey, uh, to kick things off, they also said they're going to do an animated movie. Uh, don't know that's who the right. focus is going to be on. Oh, but man. That's got an me excited. Avatar movie. Do you think it's going to be theatrical? Yeah, they said it would be theatrical. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. That would be beautiful. I swear these are like the fan fiction dreams people have always wanted. <laughs> they Avatar are. Avatar movie. Avatar expanded universe. Avatar prequel. Avatar sequel. Oh, man. The sky's the limit. Oh, boy. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm, I'm excited as well. I guess that kind of transitions us into a somewhat similar Nickelodeon uh, territory. Uh, a reboot of Rugrats. I didn't see that coming. They uh, Nickelodeon basically announced that they are going to have a Rugrats reboot uh, premiering on Paramount Plus along with uh, the Avatar Expanded Universe. And uh, it's, it's, it's coming sooner than we expected. It's going to be in spring of this year. It's going to have a 3D animation style, and all of the OG cast is going to be returning for the series. Interesting. I mean, that is, yeah. Like, I mean, I grew up with Rugrats. Uh, I, 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 I have a soft spot for that show. And um, I saw all the movies, <laughs> some better than others. But, um, yeah, they, they, they kind of show like a quick 30-second clip of what the show is going to be like. And I felt like I was just watching an old episode of the Rugrats with 3D animation, but it it seemed pretty interesting. I don't know. I might yeah, give it a shot. How do you feel shot. about the 3D animation, though? I, I'm a little nervous of. It's oh man, it's kind of scary a little bit. <laughs> uh, like 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 literally scary. Like some of those <laughs> models look horrendous. Like I like oh my god, that that looks a little demonic. Chucky with that hair and. <laughs> <laughs> Looking like Seed um, Chucky, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh God, don't mention that. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, you know, I, I feel like the art style it can work. I probably need to see a little bit more of it. Um, uh, and yeah, you know, it's, it's the Rugrats. I don't have high expectations for it. It's just a show that I grew up with, and I was like, eh, you know, that's kind of cool. A reboot. I'll give it a shot. I think nostalgia is always going to bring people in and then when they make any changes, you're just going to have to get used to it. I don't necessarily like the look of the 3D, but the fact that you've got the OG cast, uh, I can get on board with that. When they did the Powerpuff Girls reboot, they didn't, didn't, I don't think they got really, well, I know they didn't get the original three. uh, They did not. Tara Strong, E.G. Daly and uh kathy cardavinia they didn't get any of them to come play so the fact that they got the og rugrats cast i'm down with that i'll give it a look uh i guess that's another streaming service i'll have to uh purchase though goodness <laughs> they're, they're becoming the new cable industry they just uh, essentially yeah oh man i mean well that's all we have for rugrats uh i guess we could 
kind of transition no back. All grown up. No, no all, all grown up. No all grown up. I am. I am. No. Fine. I, I'm fine. Yeah, I'm fine without all grown up. Um, I don't have too much investment into the reboot. I did grow up watching Rugrats. Um, definitely was cool. Definitely some some adult humor in there hidden that we find out when we're older. Um, but they'll probably, you know, they'll probably with this 3D style, they're they're gonna reboot it from nostalgia, but probably cater it to maybe the kids. Um, but we'll see, we'll see. I'll just keep my mind open uh, and take uh, some of Grandmaster's Hoop Paramount Plus account. Oh, is that <laughs> yeah, what we're doing? We'll be sharing that, of course. Which account do you share with me? Who? <laughs> no. Either either one of y'all actually. <laughs> the Ooh, fact no. that we said who. <laughs> All right. Moving on. <laughs> oh, man. Moving on from that. We'll have to wait and see. Another subscription. We'll have to piggyback off of uh, Grandmaster Hoop. Anyways, uh, Marvel. Going back to Marvel. Fantastic Four is in a way earlier stage in development than we initially thought. They're looking for writers right now. Yeah, you, you trying to uh, hop on that? Yeah. Oh, wait, that was a question. Oh, oh yeah, that was a question oh. I'm asking you. Are you trying to hop on there? Oh, yes, of course, as a writer. Yes, if I can see where the job application is, I can write away. Listen, all I need to put on my resume is, you see what you did with the reboot that Fox did? I'm going to do the exact opposite of that. And bam, I already got a spot in. That's your selling point. That's my selling point. I bring it, bring it up, bring it up the trash, and say you're gonna make turn trash into gold. I shall. I'll be able to convince them that the family aesthetic of Fantastic Four is what's key. You can't have a Fantastic Four movie where characters like The Thing and Susan Storm don't share a single line of dialogue with each other Ooh. in the entire movie. Ooh, go out. Call them, them out. I am going to apply. I'm sure my my good friends, uh, Grandmaster Hoop and Rose, will be more than happy to join in as well. Uh sure. I can definitely help. I have a base knowledge of Fantastic Four, and I I am part of a family. I think I can, uh, you know, work in some <laughs> themes into there. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, if Marvel puts out on Indeed, I'll be on it too. I'll what about you, Roseman? I'll lend a little input. Um, I did. I did grow up liking Fantastic Four, and there's a lot of possibilities for the whole whole uh, world of Fantastic Four. So I would definitely like to help out. They've uh, they've struck out a little bit. They they clearly need the help. They struck out every time, actually. Flame off. <laughs> every Flame time. Every, not even the OG original uh, early 2000s. We're not going to acknowledge that. Yeah. We, no, we we can. They struck yeah. nostalgia. <laughs> but it's nostalgia. No, it, it, but it, looking it, it, back it. on it, it, it's a couple cool concepts, but yeah, execution. Yeah. yeah. They could do better. They could do they better. They could do hella better. Yes. Just like you said, get the family dynamic. Uh, that's 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 the heart. And in those first set of films, they were just making jokes with their powers. And that second one, that second uh, that Fox one, it was just I don't know what they were trying to do. They were trying to be melodramatic and uh, <laughs> they, they they took a page from what DC was trying to do uh, at that time with their oh, movies. Copy the tone you, of Batman. 
the tone oh. of the, the gray filter like oh man i'm so miserable and dark and <laughs> mysterious <laughs> yeah didn't work at all it did not but hey you'll see our names on the applications pretty soon we kind <laughs> of have a little bit more marvel news as well Th this whole episode is marvel heavy i'm gonna let you guys know right now it's it's all about marvel because so much marvel madness you know ooh, ooh, marvel madness oh. is, that, is that what we should call this from now on whenever we have like a slew of marvel news to talk about i i like alliterations i like right. it too marvel madness marvel madness hey you know what that that's perfect going into our next story of marvel madness kevin feige who i've been told is pronounced kevin feige not kevin phage no like my previous yeah. knowledge it's Feige. <laughs> way to grow there you go way to grow <laughs> kevin feige uh he was recently asked in an interview uh, about uh the netflix marvel series you know like uh um, Daredevil, Jessica Jones, the whole spiel. And uh, he basically defended um, Netflix's uh, Marvel adaptations of those properties when uh, there was like a reporter from some separate article that basically said those shows are not as successful as Disney Plus. And his quote is a little is really hilarious when you see what he omitted. <laughs> and he's like, uh, uh, quote, I think there are legions of Daredevil fans and Jessica Jones fans and Luke Cage fans. There's a very big fan base for those shows. End quote. There's a big omission in there. <laughs> I <that> see it. <laughs> I feel like if you know what Netflix's catalog of Marvel shows has been, they, they left out Iron Fist. They left out Iron Fist. Well, they left out The Punisher too, actually. They, they did leave out The Punisher, Punisher right? And is that is that a jab? Is that a jab? Is is I, I mean. It, it might be just because it you know what these stories kind of meld together you know because he also said that so far none of their properties uh, for marvel in terms of the cinematic universe have been held back by their pg-13 rating yet he said deadpool is an exception so my question is if punisher is on the table are they gonna make that pg-13 what about blade you know but i all those Netflix shows would definitely be that TVMA, or if they did yeah. a film, an R rating. They were all yeah, very they're dark. Yeah, they're dark. it has to be. I mean, I mean, there's just so much going on with those shows in terms of theme, and you know, Wilson Fisk <laughs> when I was a boy <laughs> monologues. <laughs> I mean, it's huge. I, I don't know. Like I, he he, uh, Kevin said that. Uh, Deadpool was the one exception, you know, and I'm glad at least Deadpool, you know, got the R rating. It's still going to get the R rating that it deserves for its third run. I, mm -hmm. I I just don't know how I feel about um these other shows kind of not getting that same light. You know, Punisher, Punisher needs an R rating. Blade. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was about to say Blade's coming up. With uh, I, I Mahershala. Ma Mahershala. Yeah, Mahershala. Okay, perfect. Not with I, the I, I got his last name. Well, um, it's not that it's not with the, uh, Mahershala Ali. It's not that it's not with the R rating. But as of right now, I guess in talks, you know, I guess they want to keep, they want to use Blade in the overall universe. 
I guess they're saying it would be hard to incorporate him if he's coming from an R-rated film. You don't want to give him an R-rated outing and then have him appear in Spider-Man and he can't cut up anything. He cuts you off. Know? Uh, Maybe an off-screen one. Who knows? Then you can uh, let your imagination run wild. Uh, off-screen cut up. Uh, I mean, what? You see a silhouette of him beheading a vampire <laughs> or something? He's about to... Uh, yeah, you could take. Yeah, I don't know about a silhouette, but maybe uh, you hear a little scream, and then he walks away, and you don't really see anything. I would, I would be. Uh, I, I guess I'd be disappointed. Um, I feel you gotta give. I don't. Don't be scared with these R ratings. Uh, if don't. Deadpool proves anything, fans will still come. And I get it. You know, the MCU has built up this tone of you know. Uh, overall, I don't want to say goodiness, but it's very it's like a level. Family so, friendly. In a let way. me ask you this: What is Blade with a PG thirteen rating? Um, it's not Blade. I, it's Twilight. Opinion, it's not Blade. Twilight. It's Twilight. Oh. <laughs> oh man, we're going that route. You know what? Yeah. Oh. I, I'm just kidding. They got they got a lot of potential. They got a lot of potential to no. still make it good. They still they can still make it good without going that level, but. But um, no, I think you're that? right. I think you're right. Twilight. I can't think of a better comparison. I mean, because the way I think of it is Blade without... I mean, okay, if if, if, if Blade goes with a PG-13 rating, the way I'm thinking of it is the way Fox handled its uh, X-Men franchise back in its heyday with a character like Wolverine. Wolverine mm-hmm. has knives coming out of his hands as his weapons the the way they showcased wolverine fighting in early x-men you never really saw the slashes too much you know okay yeah it would Mm -hmm. be quick cutaways or if there wouldn't be cutaways you would not see like i guess the the knife penetrate someone's abdomen mortal Kombat style you know but at the time we didn't really mind it but then logan came out and logan showed me holy crap this should have been wolverine from the beginning that like yeah th- this with the and i'm not saying you know wolverine has to like twist someone's head 360 degrees with his <laughs> with his knives like no but just seeing that aspect with his character i start i started re- realizing wow he's actually like this in the comics a lot and now yeah. that i'm seeing this in a movie I kind of want to see that with other characters. And I mean, Blade, he's a vampire. There's blood. <laughs> he, he fights with a sword. <laughs> I mean, come on, man. Uh, what what rating was uh, the original Blade trilogy with with Wesley Snipes? It was R. PG-13. Oh, it was no, R. They, they were R. They were R. Oh, a hard R. Yeah, a hard R. It doesn't have to get that hard. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> Well, there you go. Like, I, and I thought Blade back then was pretty tame with the R rating. He uh, made it rain blood in a scene. The blood came out. It, yeah, it was a lot of unnecessary. Like, oh, we have rated R. Let's just do a bunch of rated R stuff. Oh God, I gotta watch it impact again. Impact the movie. Yeah, you'll see. <laughs> I don't know how they I'm, show it on sci-fi sometimes. Oh my gosh, I well, one they make it three hours longer than it was. So I can't watch it on those channels. Oh, but, with all the ads. Yes, but yes, um, they don't have to go that hard. They don't. 
Um, it'll be hard to tame it. And even with these, the, all the Netflix properties, to tone them and dial them back, I imagine will be hard. And I can't see them putting these on Disney Plus. Uh, oh my shaky. God. <laughs> if, you, if you want to talk about like where we are at as far as what is allowed on Disney Plus, they didn't want the Lizzie McGuire reboot on Disney Plus because she <laughs> talked about sex. So, oh dear. Really? First off, I didn't even know there was a reboot. <laughs> oh, it got it's it's done because they had too much back and forth about what they wanted from the show. So, um, I mean, granted, that's just that's Disney. That's parent Disney over here overseeing right. everything. So, right. I, I feel they would have that kind of. Uh, same kind of dominion over Marvel. So um, who knows where these characters can end up. Hopefully they get they do right. I hope they do right by them. I what if they branch off into a dark a dark part of the universe, a dark world? Like there are there's already that dark tone move with, with a lot of these Netflix Marvel takes. So what if they just branch off into a separate section of of a darker Marvel? Probably won't make it to Disney Plus like you said, but what are they well, going to do? Because there's potential there. I, I would be down for that. It's just a matter of don't run into the same problem as keeping these universes so separate that they hardly uh, mention or allude to the overall universe. Like, we don't want a repeat of, uh, as Dr. Jace put it uh, in um, Daredevil, they were like, oh, the incident, uh, referring <laughs> to... The oh Avengers. <laughs> I didn't even yeah. realize they did that. I, I had I had not finished that that series. So yes, it was these very, very subtle, very, very yeah, and it was just like, come on, just say, say the it. Avengers. Just say it. Say the word. <laughs> say it. Boy. Yeah, it's like it will it will not kill you. Come on. So uh, I'm. You can do a separate universe, but you know, if Spider. Oh gosh. <laughs> If Spider-Man wants to appear in Punisher and be like, hey, Punisher, maybe you should stop using guns. Let it happen. You know? (laughs) Is it so bad for Peter Parker to show up and say, hey, man, you're kind of violent? I don't know. I mean, if anybody could do it, Peter Parker could. Exactly. I feel like he could. could. He's got that sweet boy mentality. He could get through to uh, Frank. uh, What was his name? Frank Frank Castle. Frank Castle. (laughs) He could do it. He could. He'll be like, listen up here, spider punk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I agree. I agree. I mean, I I guess with that Marvel bit, what? We got, like, also a Loki uh, date. Official. Yes. Mm-hmm. June 11th. And mm, st- still a ways off. Still a ways off. But I feel like what we have in between up until then... It, it's. I feel like we're gonna have Marvel madness every week because we got uh, Falcon we, and Winter Soldier. Falcon yep. and Winter Winter Soldier. Did we get a confirmation of how long that'll be too? It's like how six, many episodes? Six episodes. So I imagine, uh, unlike WandaVision, they'll probably be forty-five to an hour long. Oh, okay. Interesting. They could probably. Uh, yeah, they would extend it so that it could probably match the same screen time as WandaVision with her nine episodes and them being like 30 minutes each or so. Well, it just feels also the scale is kind of larger. You know, they're kind of doing a lot of uh, world traveling and from what we've seen. 
So, uh, same thing with Loki. Loki looks to be on a larger scale. WandaVision is set in one, you know, setting in Westview. So, it's very contained. Uh, but Falcon and Winter Soldier, uh, yeah, it looks like they're, they need more screen time. They need more screen time. I agree. I agree. And hey, that brings us to our last Grand Line tale for the day. I feel like it's it's a pretty big deal. I feel like all three of us are going to have very, very strong opinions on it because it, it came out just today. Very clean out the oven. Very fresh. Superman reboot. They, uh, oh, really? I, 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 I hear this. I threw ah. Ooh, Rose. Ooh, well, do we have a story for you? You can let us know what you think about this. Yeah, fill me in on Basically, what's going on is that Warner Brothers came out and they announced they are doing a Superman reboot, live action reboot that is somehow still going to be part of the DC Extended Universe. It's still a part of it? It's still a part of it. It uh. was... Uh-huh. I can't remember who it was, uh, the the guy they were interviewing for that, that basically gave this information, but uh, they, based on the interview, he implied it would still be part of the DC Extended Universe, and I just Boo. up. Boo. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> Where yeah, I are my tomatoes? I could care. I, I'm not even a Superman fan, so it, you have to do a lot to make me even appreciate the story, and they've, they've only went south on that, so... I mean, how do you reboot um, a, a, a character that you only had one movie for? One you movie had... and what? Two other not... appearances? Yes. Batman v Superman, which some would say is a sequel to Super uh, Man of Steel. It, no, it, 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 it's it's okay. It, it's a sequel in the sense that yes. It's it a pseudo have... sequel. <laughs> yes. It's a sequel in the sense of yes, but no. <laughs> exactly. Jalen put it best. It's the sequel in the sense of yes, but no. Exactly <laughs> word for word. I just it blow we don't even know if Henry Cavill is attached to the project. Say what you will about Henry Cavill. I love the guy. Like Oh, he he I, he made a great Superman. Yeah. He was fantastic. He did. He did. Yeah. His movies just sucked. Th- that's the problem. I feel <laughs> they they his Man of Steel was so polarizing. Warner Brothers did not have enough confidence to give Henry Cavill a good script and another shot, uh, and instead was like, you know what? No, we we need Batfleck in here quick, <laughs> or oh, Batman Batfleck. Superman oh, oh. right now. Straight, they said straight to Justice League. He can't straight hold his own again. It's crazy. Well, they're I mean, rebooting Batman, right? Um. So that's another. Uh, what is it? Think, what okay. is it? At this point, one, if you saw, what is it, Uh, CW Flash, uh, when he, the latest little crossover, he ran, he ran into every universe of DC material. He ran into, he ran into the Titans on, you know, Titans, the show. He ran into Smallville with Tom Welling, the OG. He ran into then he the biggest one he ran into uh, Ezra Miller's Flash, the one from the films, the Justice League film, right. Batman v Superman. 
they're basically saying they're all connected and not connected so the batman film with robert pattinson you can call it a reboot uh is it a reboot i don't know because now they're all connected it's more or less kind of just a standalone film that, oh my goodness that doesn't care anymore well, I'm, <laughs> I'm i'm sorry i don't make these calls i mean we have uh the a new superman reboot the robert pattinson batman you had the joker which again that's standalone too i don't think y'all ever see joaquin phoenix standing next to i don't know uh jared leto saying you're a joker i'm a joker let's make jokes um <laughs> you know That's but dc too. i just feel dc's just taking a lot of shortcuts as far as they don't know these things. they're like oh they don't yeah, know. DC's yeah like this, ah, this is not working uh they're gonna call us out for rebooting so let's call cw let's have cw have their flash <laughs> run through every universe that'll do it that'll yeah. do it that, that's, a, that's exactly what they did that's exactly what they did and on top of this, um, it's being produced by J.J. Abrams, who, oh, based off of those sequel Star Wars films, yeah, I'm yeah. not on board with J.J. Abrams. I'm yeah, sorry. Not- like, I, I imagine he'll give a Superman film following the same beats of the last Superman film. Like, uh, I don't know. I don't he's got to copy and paste what was already done, uh, you know, in Man of Steel. You know what? That's another thing too. What? It's a reboot of Superman. What's what kind of story is this gonna tell? Is this gonna be an origin story again? (laughs) Well, well. So here's the big thing. I think this is probably the biggest part of the reboot announcement. Uh, Tanahasi Coates, if you're familiar with his work, Mm -hmm. um, he's a you know African American uh, man. Uh, He has written for black panther uh oh. as far as if we're talking about his comic uh you know tie-ins um black panther he is written for black panther uh, that's probably the biggest one to for me i'm oh, sure okay. a lot of a lot of comic fans would agree if but he's also got a lot of books uh, my brother reads all his stuff and whatnot um he is hired as the writer for so you said they have it has a chance no, what I, well, <laughs> I, I'm not saying it has a chance. I, what I am saying is this, and this one could be very polarizing. We might see a black Superman, maybe. Oh my God! Didn't uh, Michael B. Jordan like? Didn't he like not too long ago say of his interest in playing Superman? He did. He did. Uh, I just, yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. I forgot that was a thing. He definitely did. Um, with that said, this is not Clark Kent. Uh, this oh. is a, oh, yeah. I, I think this is a Superman from some other Earth, and uh, he's not Clark Kent. Uh, I don't even know that. I don't even know how this works. Um, but this was all Kent. announced for the reboot. Well, no, this is this is speculation. Oh, why, okay, okay. Why, I, I just feel why hire uh, Ta-Nehisi Coates, you know, unless you were trying to add, I don't know, a black element to uh, Superman. I see what you're saying. You know? Right, um, right. I feel <laughs> it's wasted potential. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it's like you could have hired anybody. There must be a reason why you, you, you hired, hired this guy. guy specifically. Yeah. So... Uh, that's what a lot of people are thinking. We might see 
a black Superman, which, um, well, as Rose, as you said, I don't care for Superman. I don't care if he's black, white, Asian. Yeah. I don't. I don't really. Care I mean, if the story's good, I you know I I watch it and I I give it its just due. Um, of but course. they haven't they haven't at least in the modern era they haven't done much for me really. Um, DC has 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 been struggling uh, for for a little bit. They have a couple yeah. things that are okay, but it, it's just not it's not coming together the way I'm sure not the way that they thought it would, um, especially with Marvel kind of like. Right. Creating a gap between the, the the content at this point. They're just inconsistent. They're right. very inconsistent. I think, the you know, part of the problem is they keep comparing themselves to what Marvel's yes. doing. And it's like, yes. you, you got to stop. They have you got to find your own identity. <laughs> you just do just do what you just stick to your identity and do that. And like Bur- Burger King did not struggle this much copying McDonald's formula. I don't know why DC is having this hard of a time. <laughs> I, I, I I think it's because early on they wanted to be making that Marvel money. They wanted to get to yep. that Avengers uh, title, which is their Justice League. And they thought three movies could do that when Marvel took, what, six, seven before the first Avengers? Six right? films. Yeah, Avengers, six was films. The, Avengers was the sixth film, yeah. Okay, there you go. They don't have patience. Um, <laughs> DC, <Yeah. laughs> and I feel like right now they're just saying screw it to everything. I mean, if, if Wonder Woman 1984 is anything to go by, they said screw oh. it all continuity. <laughs> screw screw content. Wonder Woman can be its own episode. I mean, uh, uh, 1984 specifically, but I, I feel like, especially with what, what what I saw in 1984. They're saying screw it to continuity. Let's just make all of these films kind of loosely connected, but not really, in a way where it kind of matches what our um our, our animated movies are like. You know, like all uh. the animated DC movies, some are connected a little bit, but for the most part, they're kind of their own thing. I feel like yes. that's what they're trying yeah. to do with their live action movies at this point. I get the Batman. Yeah, mm-hmm. I may I may be wrong, but I I. From my perspective, I feel like DC's interesting to this point now, where it seems like as cheesy and dramatic as CW is, and has always been a lot of times, they, they, they like people probably appreciate that DC universe more than the movie universe that's going on. In my I think, opinion. That's, I, I, I think that's a very fair statement. That is, yeah. I, 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 me myself, I'm not a fan of the CW like connected universe, but I can still see a lot more passion and care <laughs> with all the yeah, they have some cool fan service moments they really yeah. do where people are colliding it, it doesn't even make sense half the time but hey the, it's, it's a little bit more it's just a little bit more appreciated probably in that setting than the movies they're just scrapping stuff left and right and you can tell you really can tell you really can tell i agree yeah maybe they need to take a page from them but, that's uh, something yeah. I mean, the the point is now. <laughs> like, they do it do now. now. Get it out yeah. of the way. And yeah, DC, I, I get your head out your asses. You can do it. I believe. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, time will tell as more information comes out about this. I guess uh, goodbye, R.I.P. Henry Cavill's Superman. We don't right. know. 
Mm. Don't know. Yeah, okay. never know. They could, make, they could come to an agreement. Who knows? They Who could. Knows? They could. But I guess that wraps up our entire episode this week. That was a bit of a long one, but I think we covered some good ground. A lot of Marvel Madness, a lot of WandaVision, uh, got some Nickelodeon love in there, and I'll call it tough love for DC at the end. But. What? <laughs> <laughs> Love. Still love, that's though. Loose, it's oh, still that's love. a loose term. That's a loose oh, okay, term. Okay, okay, okay. Sorry. I, we, listen, we <laughs> want, at the end of the day, I think we all want to go to the movies and see a good DC film and come out and say, wow, that was amazing. Fantastic. I, I think I think that's fair to say we all want that to happen. Okay, that's fine. You, I mean, you want <laughs> any movie you go see to come out good. So, yeah, sure. <laughs> Um, but yeah, uh, anything else to add to that GM and or Rose? Uh, hey, I just want to appreciate, uh, give a shout out to Rose the Crafter for coming on our episode today. Uh, and I hope to have you back on, sir, as your supernova status grows. Supernova. (laughs) Supernova. Yeah, I just, yeah, yeah, I just, I just appreciate being here. Um, Y'all dropped a lot of news, so if, if you do bring me back, I'm gonna come with with uh, loaded up and prepared, man. Uh, y'all do a great job with the content and stuff, and so y'all broke a lot of news for me. Oh, it's been a busy week for me, so this was this was new, and there's a lot of ways we could go with this stuff. But great to be at the table. I was hungry. Now I'm well fed. <laughs> oh, what a good closer! I love That's that. That's all We're I got. Hungry. It's cool. I like that too. Next time I'll bring some more. That's all I got. The opener and then the close. <laughs> we're 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 gonna bring you on more often just to give us some more of those zingers because I, I I love them. <laughs> I'll be a zinger writer. You have to bring me on. I just I'll just do zingers. I'll just do zingers and I'll drop in and drop out. Sure. <laughs> zinger a zinger melt. We like that. Yes. I agree. I agree. Well, everyone, we at the Yonko table are indeed rather full for this week, uh, and we want to thank our supernova guest rose the crafter coming on with us and as always grandmaster hoop coming in on almost every episode every episode basically but yeah that wraps up this week's episode of the yonko table wait it just it just hit me i'm sorry you said supernova and now i'm thinking about uh zoom 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 make my heart go boom boom my supernova girl (sighs) so the next time we bring supernova uh, a female here um supernova girl might be a great song that we can kick it off with. Hide it here. (laughs) (laughs) Dr. Jake's attorney. The love is automatic. (laughs) Rose the crafter (laughs) and Grandmaster Hoop signing off. Take care, guys. Like, subscribe, review.